0: If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed.
1: If you do read it, you're misinformed. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? That's the great question.
0: <laughs> what is the
2: long term effect of too much information?
0: What's up, guys? We're back. One Jarcinics, Dio, Gene, and Mac Attack is back. Mac Attack is back.
2: Thanks for coming back, Mac.
1: I last couldn't, couldn't help myself, it was too much fun. I'm a narcissist, I heard myself on the podcast last time. You're addicted, you're hooked. I'm and addicted. Hooked. I was like, God, I sound good. I, well, I got
0: the extra mic to, with you in mind, man.
1: I, I may just be a regular staple <laughs> on this show. Now. I hope
0: so. I hope so.
2: Well, uh, the episode with um uh hallucinogenics got like 10 downloads, so did it really? Yeah, was it the top one? Yeah, the other one before about the crazy China stories only got like four reviews oh, d-
1: oh download i thought you said down votes i was about to cut <laughs> everyone out so like, no downloads <laughs> you don't know what i experienced <laughs> <laughs> they're like i can imagine the comments
2: like no he's lying <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's not <laughs> I, true I, i've seen
2: i've seen things <laughs> i've seen things when i'm
1: high okay, i've da- seen freaking snakes <laughs> downloads try good. to eat me downloads are good it's good? good thank you thank you
0: i mean right now <laughs> the only thing we have is via red circle where it just like did somebody say red? Red, red circle. Yeah, and that's wave. the that's the oh, podcasting
2: no the pod. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but so we're not even even so active in spreading stuff on social media or like YouTube or other alt tech sites get, at get
1: all to yet. It,
2: no, we're gonna do YouTube soon. I have to just um, get on that Twitter convert. and
1: promote us, guys. I'm I'm much too big of a personality for. Uh,
2: I mean, he's probably, honestly, so Mac is probably going to be big enough to get his own podcast and it, following.
1: he probably just take over. In he's going to take over, and then we're, we're going to have an internal. Welcome to, st- the, welcome to the, Mac <laughs> the Mac Cynics. The, the Mac, Mac Cynics.
2: Mac <laughs> I feel like eventually,
0: yeah, I'll get pushed to being Jamie.
2: We <laughs> have to yell at you and tell us to get us dinner.
1: Found out, yeah. yeah. Where's my, sandwich. <laughs> Where's my sandwich, Dio?
2: Where's my sandwich? the
1: fuck's my DMT? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make a DMT brand. <laughs> It'll probably be legal but soon because of but California. Go down to Oregon and get my... No, it's Oregon. Oh, Oregon. yeah, it's yeah. Portland, yeah, Portland. Everything. No, Oregon
0: decriminalized all Everything. drugs. Go every, down,
2: you mean go west, right? Because we're every, like on the east coast, you know, right?
1: Thing. Well, yeah, but it's still generally down. Yeah, it's generally northeast. down, yeah, yeah.
2: Because we're northeast, right?
1: everything
0: which is interesting it'll be a nice little examination people are going to be looking at it and see what it's already organ is already
2: okay let's not, seems, in, let's not get let's not get into ma- organ
0: seems messed up but we'll see how this plays
1: a role in that if well, it makes things better or worse well, I, I mean know, we'll I comment
2: on it on the what's it called the grapevine where we do kind of more comedy news sort of stuff we can t- comment on that right drug
1: addicts are real funny it like just ties. You know. yeah, yeah. It just ties in. We <laughs> it talked ties uh, in. We talked,
0: uh, talked about psychedelics last episode. Oh so. no, it's it's
1: interesting. And yeah. we, I know they're basing it on some European models that like when they decriminalized it. Um, oh then po- Portugal? I know. I know yeah, Portugal, that's it. And they dropped within like a year or two, like to almost nothing the rates.
0: I mean, I'm not even against <laughs> it. No, I'm not except I don't know if they had the same issues we had with things like, like meth. Crack. Like, yeah. Crack, meth, Like if ice. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't. They, have, they, like, did, they were
1: more traditional.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah, drugs. So I'm okay. I was always okay with legalizing all um, like natural drugs. I, I think really they had okay it pretty with bad with heroin. And though. I Hold think it. people would just be drawn to those. It's enough.
2: I'm curious how fat.
1: Who needs to do meth? And yeah, nobody <laughs> should do meth.
0: Who needs to do fentanyl? No one.
1: Sometimes I need. (laughs) Who who would want to? It's
0: like, oh, if I can try all these natural ones for similar effects. True. And the price would probably just collapse. Why would you be spending money ruining your body? Pretty much destroying your body.
1: Teeth are the first to go. Yep. That's right. Then you can't eat these delicious Philly cheesesteaks that we have. In psych, we're not in Philly. I thought we were. Where Where are we
2: at? Okay, we don't say that, right? We're Somewhere in Australia. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, so let's. <laughs> What's the DMT? Should we talk about DMT again, Just I
1: mean, I've never done DMT, so. Yeah.
2: All right. Today's actually going to be about prepping. So, uh, Mac, I want to know. Um,
1: I prepped for college. Uh, tired, <laughs> took the extra classes.
2: You're you're in the military, so I'm curious. I mean, this this is something that's kind of <coughs> important to the philosophy of kinesism, right? Self sufficiency, right? What kind of self sufficiency skills did you learn in the in the army? Like, what kind of um, survival skills did you go through? Like any type of school, like SEER, you know, su- survival expand. Uh, what was the freaking acronym? Survival, survival,
1: Ex- escape, resist, and evade. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. any type of like SEER schools when you were in the army.
1: No, I didn't need to for my job. Um, yeah, it's really funny. We learned some. You don't learn nearly as many survival skills in just like regular army as you think that you would. You really, gotta, you got to go to some of the specialized schools for that. I mean, really, because you're not.
2: You're always <clears throat> with your 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 team. Well, right.
1: You, you, the whole idea of like the regular infantry guy, the regular artillery guy, is that you're going to be, um, you, you have a pretty good connection with your supply route, so you stay in supply. Um. Mm. So you're not really self-sufficient. You, you, yeah, you're not. You're not really out hunting shit in the woods and stuff. Uh, you get up to like the Green Berets and the and the Rangers. Uh, uh, what are the other branch equivalents? Doesn't Delta matter. doesn't matter. Yeah, the Army's got Delta too. But all those things, you know, they go out and they live. But even then, like Green Berets, are not like I I I guess Navy Seals would probably be the most self self reliant out in the the woods because even the the Green Berets they go out with like um local people and they're a for, force multiplier. So when we decide that we like somebody, we we go and train their enemies how to <laughs> how to go beat those guys, you know. So they'll stay with like villages and stuff like that. But I'm sure they learned some basic survival um, things in the army. I guess the best thing we learned was just kind of a toughness. That more or less. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's important though. It is, it this, is yeah. important. I mean, kind like of like conditioning it, to hone yeah. your survival but instinct.
0: It's you, there's a lot of yeah skills and things you just exactly. Nev- like core to <coughs> prepping and doomsday yeah, or sort of yeah, stuff yeah. that you'll never get. Just no, no, no.
2: But they wouldn't teach you like st- I don't know how to start a fire with like two sticks, anything like that. No, no, no. Oh, no. So oh, I mean, interesting. You, you
1: learn. I mean, you go to basic training. You learn how to, you know, kill the bad guy and stay alive. That's basically it. So I mean, you learn how to shoot a variety of weapons. You learn how to fight. You know. You think oh, hand re- to hand combat. Too. You think there's a too?
0: reason why they don't incorporate that kind of stuff? I think it would be actually very
1: useful. Uh it's all about um This is like a waste. I'm like, yeah, you don't really need. Basically, it. yeah. I mean, cuz you So if this was like uh Cuz the army really, is the
2: occupying force You, you don't need mar- that to kill you. And enemy. the Marines are the the invading force, well, right? Well, so even they then, occupy-
1: Even the Marines I, I don't I don't know. I I haven't been through. I've got buddies who have, I have never asked them, but I don't assume that they learn a lot of survival skills because the military trains for the technology they have available. So, I mean, this is what – you're training for war. Mm -hmm. So war as we know it today. If war were to – like if uh, EMP were to drop and all of a sudden our army was, you know, kicked back to, like, revolutionary times, then, yeah, we'd probably learn some more survival-type skills. But as it is now, you have fucking helicopters that can drop a crate of MREs on wherever the hell you are. Or or
2: crayons for the Marines, right?
1: That's right. Dildos for the Navy. (laughs) So (laughs) – (laughs)
2: <laughs> so what's your... um? But you said that you know a, a, a prepper, right? You know somebody who does this kind of... was it? it I mean, let's define prepping, though, because for di- I feel like prepping means different things for different people. Some mm-hmm. people, like, prep for doomsday. They they have a stockpile of weapons, yep. ammo, et cetera, underground bunker. Some S- prep for the boogaloo. Yeah, some people also... Yeah, electric boogaloo. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, prep... prep it's all, it's just, all essentially the same. Yeah, is, but
2: essentially, yeah, I'd say it's survivalist um packing readiness right yeah i think even people who live in like texas and all those places down down south they need um to learn prep because of the hurricanes that they have right and the storms around the east coast so a lot of hurricanes so
0: that's, a that's just different. like the basics yeah. of like stockpiling so if of like
1: you're but i'm just
2: i'm just saying it's useful so. so
1: so here's what i'll say to that so the people who are uh, if you call them prepping for like a natural natural disaster honestly i think everybody should mm-hmm. i think that you should not feel that you are safe i mean uh i heard like places that haven't been hit in a long time like the pacific northwest they are due to be hit like at any time by the big one you know what i mean like oh the big one i heard <sighs> about that so i mean there's there's all sorts of things you should if you if you have any forethought at all, you should be prepared for something bad that happens. And if you have a family, I mean, you definitely should. You should have bug out bags. You should have some food put away. You should have some emergency stuff, candles, at the very fucking least. You know, the electricity goes out for a long period of time. But if we're talking like doomsday preppers, oh yeah, they're that's on an a that's um, another level. Yeah, that's, that's another the, level. That's, that's the, the highest echelon.
0: In my head, so that's like an entire pretty much ecosystem where you're really. Self-contained. That's
2: why I bring it up because there's kind of a spectrum. There's the people who, okay, uh, self-evidently you need to have some sort of preparation in case there's like a natural um, disaster in your area. Yeah, and that's usually that's like the tame I got prepper,
0: flashlights and canned goods. That's the tame prepper, and light. then
2: you have the Chad prepper, Chad Doomsday prepper, right? <laughs> Who's got, that?
0: The? Got some guns too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's no, he's got way more than that. He's got a freaking uh, laser gun from the. From the future or something. Um, what kind of prepper is your friend though? That's what we're trying to understand. So it's,
1: he, it's my brother and he's uh he is a
2: Is he a vet too?
1: <sighs> no, he's not. He was supposed to join with me, but he didn't.
2: It, no, <laughs> he no, <laughs> he gonna, said, okay, join, it, no salty feelings, about <laughs> no that, salty feelings. Were you gonna to,
1: join at the same time? Yeah, he's gonna be buddy program. <laughs> is he older or younger? He's older by you. Yeah, he's so. just like, all right. He's, I changed He's like, my yeah, mind. bro, I got you. I was like, sweet. And I like signed my name. He's like, all right, your turn. He's like, ah, oh, bro, I got to head <laughs> What? <laughs> that, all right, bro. On site? That's amazing. <laughs> uh, it wasn't quite that was like, but oh, it, was, it was pretty. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it, was, it was pretty I intense. Something. You know what would <laughs> be funny, though? If he, if he signed got up. Some in the car.
2: <laughs> he signed up God. for the Marines, specifically the, uh, what do they call it? The reconnaissance man. And then that, the toughest, uh, what's it called? Um, specialties. Oh, yeah, never mind, man. I I changed my mind.
1: I'm not feeling <laughs> I'm not feeling too. Because yeah. <laughs> like, we, we work together. Oh, he broke his leg. He's like, ah, I can't go, brother. I'm sorry. We, my leg. We worked together. And, and like so we'd go train after after work all the time, go run and stuff. We're getting fit. And when he just didn't feel like doing it. I was like, come on, bro. We got to get fit for this. You know, That's we the indication, weight. huh? And he's like, nah, you go ahead. I'm just going to sleep. I was like, no, nah, we got to do it. And fucking. <laughs> then, then our mom like yelled at me like, oh, what? You need to both go? Like, she was basically like. She basically didn't want either us to go, so she was uh-huh. like trying to get me not to I was like, I'll show you. <laughs> so so I just did it myself. So yeah. But anyway, he <laughs> signs were there that he's kind he, of. I think he I feet. think he regrets it. He should've he should have got in. But um he's all right and, and so he his level of prepping is his wife. Um she jars a lot of food. They have a pretty good stockpile of mm. preserved food. And that um, just that skill alone. Yeah, exactly. She she knows how to can. Um he owns a not a huge stockpile, but he's got, you know, what what any basic pepper should have. So he has like a hunting rifle, he has an assault rifle, and he has a handgun. Um <laughs> Well, I mean really, that's that's what you do. I mean, you've got one for hunting food. You've got one for conceal know, carry. If, yep, and then one for if shit hits the fan. So it's it's what you should have. If if you have any, and I think he has a shotgun, too. But, yeah, if, if you have any inclination to be a prepper, to prepare for some unseen, you know, fall of humanity, those are the guns you should have. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I think they're starting to take it a little more serious, just the way um, things have been in the United States. So there's areas kind of a bit more removed from... Uh, society where I think they're looking at getting some land and possibly, um, what's the word, Uh, homesteading a bit.
0: Is it like going off the grid?
1: Yeah, maybe not full homestead at first, but I think they're looking at setting it up to where they'll be able to. So they're looking in places like uh, Montana, Idaho, Colorado, looking at land. Land's pretty cheap over there because it's remote. Yeah,
2: in your uh, opinion, which state would be better the best for prepping i mean for like really self-sufficiency off-grid type of living
1: well actually i'm gonna tell you the truth here in america um and we were talking about this beforehand there's so much unused land there's so much wilderness here and it's good like pretty much all of it is good Mm -hmm. so i mean i mean as long as you're not like down in the fucking desert of the southwest you know you're you're gonna be able to grow crops, or a lot in the swamps.
0: Go off the grid down there, though.
1: Yeah, they go off the grid because they're drug addicts. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> you look at the roving fucking screw mascot bedwins of S- fucking S- Slab City. The the bed yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Bedwinds of fucking Joshua Tree. Like, <laughs>
0: I've seen some that look. No, okay. they they do, but I
1: mean, you look at it.
0: I think, but there, this was way maybe back, like, it's, 10 years ago. There was, like, a, a slight movement, and it was down in, like, the yeah.
1: southwest, but it never really popped off. The reason it never popped off is because they all shriveled up and fucking died. Like, was, I mean, look at, look at Las Vegas, right? That's a city built literally in just the desert. Mm. I mean, they have to, like, truck water out from the coast. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... If you're talking self-sustainment, that's yeah. not the way to do it. That's what I'm saying. Wrong, so wrong like, environment. where's yeah, the yeah. best environment? At, at a disadvantage. To come I, I mean, here's the thing: I, I'm not even shitting on the Southwest. I actually like. I think the Southwest is a pretty cool place. Let me but check if
2: we have any um, viewers from there. That'd be interesting. Most of them from Texas, from from understand.
1: I can see that. I mean, that I, I wouldn't shit on. I'm not shitting on the Southwest for that. But if you're talking about going off the grid, like just taking out all modern amenities type sort of thing. Like, you're not going to want to live there. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I mean... It's, it's, uh,
0: it's brutal for a number of reasons. Yeah, exactly.
1: Kinda- I, I think... Um, I think you run into risks kind of anywhere, but you would probably wouldn't be bad in some place like... The middle of the country. Because if you go real north, you're going to get a lot of good places to... There's a lot of expanse there, there's a lot of open areas. there's a lot of good farming land, but it gets really cold,
2: yeah, I was just about to say that, yeah, um yeah, and so also I mean, the predators too are probably um
1: yeah, I mean, I wouldn't worry too much about those, just even yet. like inland west coast um yeah, you could do you could do something like eastern Washington. eastern Washington would be better than Eastern Oregon because Eastern Oregon is extremely mountainous, like it is it is i mean there's some nice valleys in there. But it is, it is some rough terrain, which, I mean, I guess if you're trying to isolate yourself, that's not a terrible thing. Um, but I know the Washington, what's it called, the Pelos region or something, really nice fields. I mean, that's where a lot of crops, um, fruit crops are grown over there. So that wouldn't be a terrible place. And for the same reason, I think Idaho, northern mm-hmm. Idaho, more than southern Idaho, um, really beautiful area. Just mountainous enough, but a lot of clear, fresh lakes and water sources there. Um, But, again, it gets cold. Mm, That's the one drawback. So, yeah. That's why I would say something like maybe Colorado, um, eastern Colorado has a bit more. Once you get away from the Rockies a bit, some pretty good pastoral land out there. Uh, Places like Oklahoma... Um, Kansas, even Texas. I mean, places, honestly, that a lot of people don't necessarily want to live in right now because of the metropolitan sort of thing. Those are the places that people are going to fight for if everything hits the fan and society collapses. Because, I mean, you're not going to want to be in the cities if, if a catastrophic event happens.
0: Yeah, I think
1: they. I mean, because cities I think, are. I think
0: people realize it now more than ever.
1: Oh, and that's why they're starting to. They're starting to be exoduses from them, big time. I mean,
0: San Francisco is the
1: biggest. San Francisco is big.
0: Actually, horrible how like the the exodus is huge. Well,
1: and San there's Francisco. they are um what do they call them um food food deserts is that is that I know there's a word something like that it's something desert. But it refers to, like, how far you would have to travel to be able to get, like, freshly grown food, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, a suburb would be a moderate food desert because people can have gardens that they can eat from. Mm-hmm. But, like, farms and stuff, the food's right there. But, like, in the city, concrete everywhere. I mean, <clears throat> we never realized the dream of, like, you know, fucking gardens that are on skyscrapers, you know? <laughs> it's it's always been... Uh, there's I mean they have community gardens in some places, but not enough to sustain oh, yeah. the the millions that live in cities. Yeah.
2: By the way, um I just checked it. I know it's kind of off topic, but the highest number of viewers from each country, and this is by the way, down download by city, top one hundred. Uh, first is Lima. I don't know if a lot of Peruvians watching.
1: Lima <laughs> Lima Peru. What's
2: up?
0: Shout out to Lima. Lima
2: Hello. Brisbane is number Brisbane is next. G'day, Brisbane Mike. or Brisbane? How do you say it? Brisbane Brisbane. Brisbane? Brisbane. Five. Five people are from there. Um and then Dallas.
1: Howdy.
2: And then Fairfield. Where's Fair Fairfield? Alaska. Is that Alaska? No, that's oh, Fairbanks. Fairbanks. Fairbanks.
1: Fairfield. You've been to Fairbanks? No, I haven't. But I'm
2: curious how the um how curious how, how it'd be in like let's say Australia trying to prep over there because it's pretty I mean Australia's huge, so it depends where. Obviously no one's but gonna do it. Australia
1: that. doesn't have the same I mean, the interior of the country is extremely hostile. Oh yeah, that's of Australia. I mean, it is. Re- that's why. Yeah, it's like th- those guys Southwest are tough. on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, exactly, and and that's why. That's you know, why they're the, tough,
2: though. That's some of those um, Aussies, you know, in the wild. Well, I mean, the, the ab- emo. emo yeah, but it's, just, ab- it's just not ideal. Yeah. yeah.
1: The Aboriginals. I mean, they, the Aboriginal people there. They had quite a long time to figure that place out, and even then, it was. It, it wasn't a great living. You know what I mean? Like, they they thrived there before uh, before Europeans came. But I mean, it was. That place is rough. <laughs> that yeah, place is really so, too rough. Too many
0: disadvantages.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be an in interior. I wouldn't want to be in the outback if you, civilization I mean, crashed.
0: So many places where you can do it, but it's like you really got to go the extra mile to make it work.
1: I mean, you're talking about like if everything just crashed, right? and we're back in not the stone age but at least oh, like because
0: you need convenience at the same time
1: oh exactly well and i mean look at like um you'd have to revive like uh old technologies you know like like amish technologies basically like irrigation becomes a factor um you don't have insecticide anymore you know and you you're looking there's other things that we got to consider things like um uh There are threats to crops that have been made, you know, stronger because of excessive, um, like there's, what is it called? Like MRSA, right? MRSA is a bacteria that has become resistant to our antibacterials, right? Mm -hmm. And so therefore it's stronger. So we have to keep finding new and stronger ways to, to kill it. But inevitably stuff slips through and then it, has children, and they're even stronger, right? <clears throat> the same thing happens with bugs uh, when they drop insecticide on on crops in big numbers, some of the in insects live and they develop a resistance to the insecticides, so their children are even stronger and This has happened a couple of times, so I mean all of a sudden we don't have an, you know insecticides, and there's these like steroid pumped up bugs that are eating all the food like it, it would be get tough. On top of that, I mean, we have bred out uh, genetic diversity of a lot of crops um, to get stuff so it's, you know, uniform. So it's the same store bought at every place. Corn, most of our cropland in the U.S. is corn. <clears throat> and it's uh, if, if there was to be some sort of uh, what are they called blights? That, that starts affecting. Oh,
2: that reminds me of the blight in um, Interstellar. Remember that? Well,
1: it's based on a real thing. Right. Um, I think it was bananas. Oh. Yeah, they're, down in South America, there was a blight. that, Like, bananas are actually holding on, like, the, the type of banana that we eat because mm-hmm. they reduced, you know, they destroyed the genetic diversity. And so one blight can take out all of them. If a crop catches it, it's it's done. The same I, thing could happen to corn.
0: I've I've heard about that for a while. It's always mm-hmm. kind of popped up from time to time because it's about it, bananas.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, Because they fought it. Like so, there difference. The U.S. has different suppliers for bananas in South America, and the reason they keep switching is because like they have to burn the whole crop down if if they get infected. <clears throat> and so, if that were to happen to corn, um, man, we'd be fucked. Corns and everything. <laughs> it's it's the reason why food is so cheap and affordable is is because of corn this is what the government invested in so uh yeah
2: so worst case scenario that would i know it's kind of a, a stretch but if mm-hmm. we had a corn blight what we would just have to i guess rely on eating meat only i guess
1: no because the meat eats the corn oh yeah
2: that's that's true man so that would suck
1: we would probably try to switch to wheat i guess with some i mean we'd probably find other crops to do it but yeah i mean you, there's a really good documentary it's called king corn and it uh i watched it a couple of years ago for for a college class <clears throat> and it basically these guys the filmmakers they took a test like tested the content and they're like uh like 70% corn or something like that like some huge number <laughs> And they're like, how the hell did this happen? And so it got them to start researching. It's because all the meat you eat is corn fed. Wow. All the food, all the snack crackers, everything, everything has corn in it in some way, shape or form. If it's not outright corn meal, it's corn syrup or it's corn feed or something, right? If, If it's third party, the thing that you're eating lived off of corn, right? So corn is in everything we eat.
0: There is a shift away from that.
1: Oh, yeah, the organic shift, sure. Yeah. But, I mean, as of right now, still, <clears throat> I mean, how my, how big is the organic section at any grocery store you go to, unless it's an organic grocery store?
0: But, it's yeah, it's usually just, like, <clears throat> one aisle at the most.
1: Yeah, I mean, you see a little, in the produce department, there's a little, one of the little islands this is the organic island. Everything else is corn. <laughs> <laughs> corn! It's corn-based, so yeah and again, the corn that we have now is genetically um developed it's so they've corn before used to be much more nutritious used to have a lot more protein in each kernel, and we've bred that out those big yellow corns corn kernels that we have, yeah, that's because the protein it makes up like less than one percent of the kernel, and the rest of it is just it's like sugars, carbs it's just it's filler right. So yeah, so the corn we have isn't even very nu- nutritional, uh, n- uh, nutrient dense, right? Whereas previous, you know, corns, the multicolored corn, the maize, uh, it was much, much healthier for you. You could live off that stuff a lot better. So,
2: but, um, prepping. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> 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 I like how we just started talking <laughs> about corn. Oh, t- oh t- tangents I mean, happen. The That's okay. the, <laughs> the corn, um, philosophy. Yep. Um, Speaking of prepping, right? Mm-hmm. So, what skills do you think you possess in, in, in prepping or survival in, in general? Um, you know, military ex- aside, right? Do mm-hmm. you think you've developed any military stuff? You think if you went in the mountains, you could uh, survive?
1: No, what I would do is I would try to kill somebody who did a good job of prepping. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> like, like, i'm dead serious like shit and i'm not even that's a challenge though but no, <laughs> it, it is a challenge but it that is, is a challenge
2: because most likely they're going to be pretty that's, well oh, no, they were probably expecting well you to want to kill them right no, they,
1: they are and the good yeah. preppers are definitely um but that's just a fact but I
2: mean, do you only know one prepper just your brother you know other preppers too Than like other prepper community pretty, members
1: pretty much just him pretty much just him i don't know i'm i don't keep in touch with a lot of the communities um I know some people take it to a really far extreme. Um, like y- you got to find a balance in, in it, right? Like,
2: what do you consider too extreme? Like,
1: well, if it takes up like the vast majority of your day, and you have no real evidence for like an imminent crash, then I think you're wasting your time. I think you're wasting your life, personally.
0: But um, maybe, yeah, it's. I think that's some a problem with the motivation. If you're mm-hmm. too, it's almost maybe a paranoia or a focus on that, like yeah, a yeah, doomsday yeah. thing. Yeah, it'll take you a little to the extreme. Whereas if you're focused on like self-sufficiency.
1: Yeah. Well, and those are just good skills to have. So I don't think that's a problem. So like, for example, I saw... um
0: I've seen a lot of doomsday prepper that have a lot of stuff, have all the infrastructure, mm-hmm. but like, can they actually do things on their own? No.
2: Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. That's why I, I was thinking more about survivalism rather than just prepping too so like th- how could there's a you balance yeah like I, could you
1: i think survivalism is is a better thing to invest in than prepping because when you talk about prepping in terms yeah. of like accumulating shit that you'll want if if everything crumbles I, I think that's it's not a waste of time but i mean that stuff can just be taken from you
2: yeah that's what i mean that's kind of the the philosophy of uh self-sufficiency why it, and, and uh kinetism, why it started because you know Diogenes was uh, exiled from his his city in Sinope and he had nothing he was his, citizen, his citizenship was taken away his life his friends his his na- essentially his nation so i could see why self-sufficiency is really important in that uh, philosophy and the same with people i mean what he happens if he was like w- homeless self sufficient yeah. <laughs> like well i, I mean I, i'm not going to like talk crap about those homeless people some uh, of them I like will. they can some of them can survive despite it being super cold. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Just living out on no, the street. They're, they're, no. they're
1: feeding off of the system. Exactly. They're, not self, they're the opposite of self sufficient. They're completely dependent on the well, charity of the system. Daji
2: was different because he was able to sleep in, he would just sleep out in the cold weather and just under temples. So he was able to yeah, not well, survive I, for I, quite a while life, despite.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm from Alaska. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> but I've seen homeless people in Alaska. That's more impressive than I think. It, oh, like that's what I mean. Like that's what I'm saying. Neg- yeah. This is like the winters which go on for
2: That's what I'm saying. It's impressive how do they survive those those
1: cold weathers? They got to have like... some survivalist skills. They, so they must they're, have they're some still, kind they're of they're
0: still feeding off the system mm-hmm. for the most Some so of them some of them no, they're like 40 50 miles outside the city and this is like small cities. So they're really out there by wow. themselves for the majority of the year.
1: That's insane.
0: They just have like tents and yeah, they're survivalists. Yeah. True survivalists. There's some that are just like in the city. I'm not trying directly. to praise
2: homelessness. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm just saying like there is something to learn, I guess, from those people who somehow I mean, don't die.
1: They just. But you can be a, survival, you can be a survivalist <laughs> without being homeless. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <clears> I, I, think just, I think those are good skills to invest in. Gotta, so I mean, so like.
0: The, the guy who was like 40 miles out, this dude's a survivalist. Yeah, yeah. The guy who was in the city. He's just a kind of feeding off, and he's got his little.
2: <laughs> there's always something uh, popping up <laughs> right when we have something juicy, huh?
0: But there's a difference. There's a difference. You can be is you can be a homeless survivalist, and you can just be homeless. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Diogenes
2: happened to be a homeless survivalist. That's why I bring him up.
0: I don't think so. How? What do you mean? He was in the city. There's no what homeless survivalist lives in a city. <laughs>
2: uh i'd have to research that i I mean he was in corinth he was probably he had traveled a lot he wasn't just in the city all the time i think i mean yeah that is a good point he was mostly in athens so he is kind of a leech off the the society uh, of society I, i think he was mostly in athens and that's pretty that's a warm climate but i just bring it up just because it's something that most philosophies are not really practical it's a rugged philosophy it puts an emphasis on it. Whether or not he was good, a good example of being a survivalist isn't really the point. It's the fact that it's an interesting philosophy that puts an emphasis on trying to be self-sufficient. But I obviously, yeah, I don't agree with him being a survivalist by leeching off people. I mean, people he, or- he was
1: probably a survivalist in the... Most people back then had basic survival skills. That's what I mean. Uh, but yeah. I mean, he definitely was probably eaten mostly from the charity of of people. From
2: what I heard and from the stories, it seems like he only survived off water and figs somehow.
1: I mean, he was still eating some of these figs. Then. Yeah, <laughs> and he was still,
2: or he would just steal them. He would probably just yeah, but it's still stealing. Uh, someone's yeah. figs. <laughs> it's still stealing someone's figs.
0: It's a type of survivalist, I guess. <laughs> But that's what I mean.
2: It's a guess. It's kind of a survival. Actually,
0: that the dude in Alaska was very, actually, maybe more. But if
2: it is a shit, uh, uh s what is the what do they call it? S T H F scenario, shit hits the fan mm. scenario. Then yeah, I guess if it's really that bad, I mean, I don't want to condone like stealing, but it's like if it's no, the, no, really if, that, if
1: it comes down to survival, and that's yeah. why I said like, if, it really
2: depends on the scenario.
1: I, if shit hit the fan, society collapses. I'm not saying. It's not that I would give up morality or anything like that, but, I mean, if it comes down to survival, and I'm talking about, like, myself and my family, and I need to make decisions to keep them alive, yeah, I'm willing to do some fucked up things. And that's not even, like... I could see people making the argument that this is, you know, you're part of the reason why everything would collapse. Bullshit. Bullshit. Stuff is going to collapse. It's set up to collapse. Everything in America... Everything is so, um, the infrastructure in America particularly is, is so reliant on moving stuff that if, if there was like a major highway shutdown for two weeks, I mean, there would be riots in the streets. Like cities wouldn't be able to get food to feed the millions of people that live there. Yeah. And I mean this is without even everything collapsing just some of the stuff that delivers the food collapsing there's not enough people there there's too many people in one place that rely on food coming from other places.
0: Yes. And you know Alaska is a good example. I mean Fairbanks you mentioned is pretty much like the the hub for the in oh, all yeah. of the the whole interior. Yeah. Everything <coughs> goes through there. So even the it's kind of a little bit sad in a lot of ways. A lot of the remote villages rely so much on that. Mhm. So when those routes get shut down, either do, sometimes due to weather and things like that...
1: Oh, the village could die. They'll die. Yeah. They I, I mean, really, they do. will. They, they, they don't know down. how to... Like, they haven't learned any of the... None of the Inuit, like... Uh, oh, that's it's gone.
0: There's, like, some traditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, to. yeah, that's but kind of a, like lo- a
2: largely a myth that the, there's still, like, these self-sufficient hunters that live in this barren no, waste. Go to, the,
0: go to those villages. It's not... It's not <laughs> like, like it's how sorry. they think... No, yeah. it's not. It's, it's
2: probably a lot uh,
1: like our reservations here. Yeah.
2: It's yeah. like a, how do I say, Um, I a fantasi- kind of a fantasy? They'll have like the same goods. Romanticism.
0: Same goods you'll find in any big they, city. Because it's all moved up there, and they rely on that.
2: The non-Alaskans are kind of romanticizing this dr- kind of image of these... Alaskans hunter- are definitely hunter-
0: way better. As f- I mean, growing up there... Even I, it's part of, like, curriculums in schools. You learn mm-hmm. survival skills, tracking, hunting, fishing. That's Because it's keep, right there in your face. It's right there in your face. Yeah. It's such a big part of people's lives. So you always have those skills, but, like, the community still as a whole in those areas, if, like, those routes, transportation routes were cut off, they couldn't sustain themselves. Well, and, and that's why... I'm Individuals not, could, but the And, and that's what doesn't. I'm
1: talking about. So it, it when I talk about that... Oh, people like you who would just go start fucking other people up. You're the reason why society would collapse. No. Society is not is not a person. Society isn't even like a bunch of individuals. Society is the fucking mob. And I'm telling you right now, so many city people would just I mean, they wouldn't know what to do. There's some people who are born and raised in cities who've like never even seen the countryside. Oh, like
0: it's they they would know what to do. They would start Feeding off of each other. Yeah, they, I mean, it would, it would <laughs> fall apart. That's the only thing apart. they could do.
1: <laughs> as soon as the food runs out, as soon as the water is shut off, like, and the hunger and the thirst starts up, no way, man. No way. I mean, it's going to shit real quick. And that's why I said, like, the people who are smart, the people who have some sort of skills, they'll get out of the city. They will get as far away from the city as they can because those places are going to become war zones. No matter what you believe, no matter the cause for the, the apocalypse... That is one thing that is not debatable. The cities are going to become war zones, really quickly. So uh, the first the first thing is getting out of the cities. But I mean, learning even, skills even out of the suburbs. Suburbs are oh the yes. next target. Sub- suburbs are where <laughs> the city people are going to go to. to yeah, they're food. like
0: uh, okay, everything's
1: gone here. Yeah. <laughs> suburbs are next. Yeah, well they'll go to there to raid. I mean that's and and that's the the country folk. I mean that's really who are going to. Inherit the earth, <laughs> <you know? laughs> the, the, the her,
2: inheritors of the
1: planet, the, the meek,
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the tell us about the um, was he home the homeless guy, right? The homeless survivalist you were talking about.
0: I don't even know if he would call him so homeless. He was like,
2: he was really more of a uh, was if, he one of those guys who just kind of he's in a van and he's self sufficient no, and he just a, does He's the, in a tent. Oh, and he's in a tent. Oh, okay, he was
1: Fucking Alaska. That's intense. Yeah,
0: it, it's, intense, hey. I can't even, personally, <laughs> can do you know his name by any chance?
2: No, but, like, the just, one thing, it's, known.
0: Like, it's like, okay, and it wasn't an interaction I had, but a close family member who had the interaction with him.
2: Oh, I, interesting. I had an
0: interaction with another homeless guy who lived in the city, but it was, like, he was asking him, like, like how how do you, sur- even he's asking, and he's, he's like, he, I don't know. <laughs> he, and he could survive. He's yeah. very much a survivor. That's kid. crazy. But he was like, how do you survive and get by out here? He's just like, I have God. That's all I need. <laughs> I love it. He's like, like, cool.
2: Well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, if he survives, he has God. That's so, his thing, right?
0: Yeah. Dude is making it happen. The only time he, like, needed help was when he had some health issues and he had to hitchhike into well, the city. I
1: mean, that's the whole purpose for community at that point. Yeah. Like, that's the necessity for community.
0: And he just hitchhiked in and then went right back after he was fine.
2: And he so he lives in kind of the the outer city? Like, kind of like the... Like, how does okay. It, how far from the city?
0: Cities are small. So you get, like, you drive 10, 15 minutes, you're out of the city. Oh. And this dude is, like.
2: On the edges, like on the 50, on no, the outside,
0: way, way outside. Whoa. So he's this a real. Like 50, 60 miles. Would you call
2: him a mountain man? And it's sort of like he's
0: kind of. Like he's not on a mountain. It's pretty flat. What I mean day, is, like, but. he's.
2: I mean, he's essentially just a real survivalist. He just yeah. You did you ever by himself? He's not there. Wow, by himself. by himself. And did um the family member who talked to him did he did they describe whether or not he had like certain tools or something like that? Was um, he just did he just have like a stick st- stick and that's it?
0: Not that I, I I know he lived in a tent and he must have had maybe like homeless stuff. You got yeah, like, thermal thermal bags, of maybe course new. It's not like yeah, he's like yeah of using course, sticks and stuff uh, to light fires. He's got like modern tools to get still, by. Still, that's, but that's
2: still intense. Didn't you bow hunt in, um, in Alaska?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, so I'm growing sur- up, yeah, I knew how to sh- fire bow and arrow. i f- shoot guns, bow and arrow, fishing, like I can do all that. Just myself. A lot of people don't know that. It might seem like simple stuff, but.
1: No, uh, I mean a lot of people
0: think it, that I, try just it out. I tried and to then fish. I tried to fish. It was pretty. It out. That's it's not true. It's, it's, yeah, no. it's absolutely. I, I was really it's, bad at fishing. It's absolutely a skill that you need to practice. Yes. Regularly
1: Regularly, yes. Yeah, Regularly. I mean, just like any skill, like you, you can forget it, even if you grew up doing it. Like these, and these are the basic fucking skills. I mean, you need to know. I wouldn't say so much that you need to know how to, like, raise a barn or something like that, build a shelter. But, I mean, you should you should know how to start a fire. You should know how to kill something to eat. And gut it, too, right? And
0: it's not just like, oh, hunting, I can shoot a gun. You need to know no, how you to need track. To know, because you need to know how to skin the animal. And, and maybe traps,
2: too. <laughs> if That's, it's gut that's the
0: a process. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's and a,
0: th- these... A huge animal, like a moose is huge. Oh, a moose
1: will kill you. You, You're done.
0: You know, after you kill the moose, you know the process of (laughs) getting the meat back home? That's hours. Hours. And
2: skinning it, too, and cleaning all the the guts and stuff like that, right?
1: Hours. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. You can fuck your meat up if you do it wrong. and if you do it wrong. You poke the intestines, some shit gets all over the food. it's, It's ruined, yeah. Yep, Done and that's all animals. The stomach pops and then it's
0: yep. That's why it's like you have to when you're hunting you shoot them in certain spots.
2: I'm hoping some of the city folks, the, the city folk on this podcast see the the country folk in a better light, if you know what I mean.
0: Which a lot of the people who are like against hunting, which that's probably the most humane way to get your food. Well, sure. I
2: mean I remember Joe Rogan was talking about this. He was saying that uh, bow hunting is specifically a lot more, I guess, humane than, let's say, a spear Because it's more um, uh, precise If you shoot, like, a, let's say, a, a moose right straight in the brain or something With one of these like 200-pound bows it's, What is your um, take on that?
0: It can be just as uh, effective, like you said Or um, less effective using a spear I guess if I don't know, know who's I've studying with a spear. I've never spear. hunted. It was spear fishing. But that's spear good.
2: fishing sounds interesting. I definitely would want to learn that. I
0: but I, I feel like a, a gun is the best way. It is the highest percentage of kill on the first shot. A mm-hmm. boat, you got a probably good chance. You might have to chase the thing for miles. Yeah. And you have to chase it down. That's oh I mean, yeah. that's, that's part of hunting. Mac,
2: well, that's have, the humanity like, of it. Yeah. Mac, have you? Uh, yeah hunted or anything like that? I've never actually went
1: hunting, so... I've
0: never bow-hunted. Real real hunters would never just, like... They'll chase it down we, we as long k- as it takes. We
1: killed a lot of pigs to, to cook. And so, I mean, they were farm pigs. We never hunted, though. Oh. It's, it's actually funny. When I was younger, I was really against... I was really against uh, hunting in general. Because um, I grew up pretty city. And... um, Yeah, I grew up and I, I just didn't like, like... Same sort of thing. There's no need for hunting anymore. Like, we grow them in farms. We just kill them, this and that, right? Um, and I had, when I was in the military, there was one sergeant major that I worked with, and he was a big hunter, like most army guys, you know, country-type fella. And he was really, really cool about it. He was one of the first guys, um, real smart guy on the uh, on the right that really just talked to me. And he he's, like, sat me down, and he's like, man, you know, I hear you don't really like hunting. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't. I think it's, I think it's pointless. It's a, it's a weird sport. It's unnecessary. All this. And you know, okay, I can see how you would feel that way. And he sat down. And he's like, well, I mean, imagine this scenario, right? Let's say that I wanted you to play tag, but not just play tag, but you had to play tag across like this huge expanse of wilderness, and you, it, you could be anywhere. So I had to find where you're likely to be, and I had to sit there, and I had to, you know, track you. I had to find you, and then I had to hide in a place where you wouldn't be able to tell I'm there, and then I have to sneak up on you real subtle. And, the, you know, he gives this whole thing. I was like, well, there's a lot of skill in that. He goes, well, exactly. And then at the same time, now we expand it to hunting like the actual animal. I do all that, but even more because animals can smell you if you're the wind's going the certain way. The animals can see you. They can hear you much better than a human could. And then when I actually, let's say I get all that right, and then I go to take the shot, I have to hit him in the right place. Otherwise, I ruin the meat. I have to hit him clean. Otherwise, he'll run away and he'll suffer, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's saying all this stuff. i was like, wow, that's, yeah, I can yeah. get that. Because, I mean, when, when a lot of city people think about hunting, they think about just, you know, guys just going to the forest, they get drunk in a fucking lookout, and then something walks by and they shoot it, you know?
0: And I think a lot of other <clears throat> people think it's people are doing it for sport, yeah, and then they and don't. There's, eat there's it. a little bit of a sure. sport aspect always there. Yep.
1: But, but I mean, there's use. Most people who hunt, and this is what he really his message was, was, you know, you know, he said, Mac, most people that hunt are more environmentalists than the people who don't hunt because yes. we're out there. We we, this is what we do, and this is how we live. I'll tell you right now, everything I've killed, I've eaten every part of it, I've used every part of it. Yeah. Some of them be impressive ones. I put their head and I stuffed it, and I put it up as a trophy, but not to show like my dominance over it, but to show like this this achievement that I've done, this struggle that I've done. Rest assured I ate everything edible in that animal mm-hmm. and he you know then he went on to um, um what was I gonna say oh, I was gonna say um so even even that extends out, and then the more I researched it like the trophy hunting in Africa that they talk about, right? These horrible guys who go and they kill lions, these rich people. Those those villages that sponsor those hunts, one, they do it to keep the lions in check so they don't come eat people in the village, which which is happening now, now that they've banned some of this stuff. And two, man, one of those guys that pays to kill, like come hunt a lion, like they pay like 500000 you know, a million dollars to go do that. That feeds the whole village. Like this is their yeah. source of income.
0: Yeah, people don't realize the other side of it. They just same see thing the with
1: wolves. Um, I hate propaganda. Like like hunting wolves. Like there's, as human beings with the way that we have stuff, like we have to keep the wolves population in check. We have to yeah. keep the deer population in check. Yeah, especially the Sa- deer.
0: Like,
2: same
1: reason you have controlled
0: burning to prevent same, forest same fires. Reason. You have to keep. All these different animal populations in check, or else it gets out of hand and it starts affecting the ecosystem, yeah. in very oh, negative yeah. ways.
1: Well, you you keep you keep the wolves in check, and then when you do that, you reduce their population, regulate it, and this is the other thing: when it's regulated, it does it's not over the top. You don't have people just killing them to extinction,
0: and that's why there's limits. Exactly,
1: and then you don't and just then hunt freely. People who think you can no no you <laughs> don't. that's that's why it's
0: regulated
2: you don't just go off and just like good kill disclaimer because insight. I'm assuming there's someone in the comments from one of these cities are like yeah you guys you're just killing you're gonna destroy all of them no no uh, it, it's you,
1: it's the same you could say the same about sex work right poaching is gonna happen regardless but if it's legal and it's regulated it's controlled and it's safer and it achieves something right. So, I mean, with the wolves, you lower their population and the deer population rises. Now, deers are causing fucking car accidents on the freeway. Not
2: just that, the destruction of the habitats as well when you... um well, over, eat yeah. Yeah, so yeah they eat you all gotta, the vegetation. Then you
1: got to take down the deer population and the wolves start rising up again. Yeah,
0: so it's it's the amount of, like, kills or things you can hunt every season. It changes every season. As it should. To adapt for, like, the situation.
2: Dio, tell us about the um, uh, bow hunting experience, though. You didn't really go in depth before we end this um, episode.
0: Um, I've never gotten anything bow hunting, unfortunately. <laughs> that's <laughs> as not, as as, okay, that's why I, you I, didn't want to talk about it, did you? I yeah, knew there was something to it. Spent a lot of time trying, was but just it, unlucky. I was so unlucky <laughs> with bow hunting for some reason. Extremely unlikely. Man,
2: I've heard stories of bow hunting though. People tracking them down for a long time for I don't know, like well, maybe in, a week.
0: In certain places, you can do it in the city. Even it just has to be. You can't do it towards a road. But if like a oh, deer yeah, yeah, yeah. or a moose is in the city, if it's like in your backyard, you shoot it like Game opposite on. the road. So yeah, go for it. Yeah. For bow hunting.
2: Last question. Very you, cool. How do you think you'd fare, fare in the the mountain if somebody put you there? I I personally don't think I would do. It. I don't just have any survival like, skills. Like and that's one with I,
1: nothing? No, you you, you, get, have you get you, you get can have three like tools. And yeah, three pick tools. Three,
2: yeah, pick one of the tools. Either a knife, three, My three knife. Tools. Yep.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Uh just do I get like a three you a can pick three, <laughs> any, I will anything, <laughs> Oh no, you can. give you <laughs> I wish for more wishes.
2: <laughs> I will give you a Playboy magazine <laughs> as an option. <laughs>
0: Playboy magazine. Three, <laughs> you know. three things three you must things. pick. Definitely my knife. Pick wisely, my son. Multifunctional. Sure. Um, Gosh.
2: We're putting you on the spot, huh?
1: PlayStation 5? PlayStation <laughs> 5. <laughs> <laughs> <Why
2: am I>? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, gosh, what can I think? And I've gone through this before.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what I would pick. I'm going to tell you why you're thinking of yours. Right? Picking a spear. Because spears are badass. (laughs) Not some pussy little fucking little head spear. Pick one of those long ones with like a fucking sword on the end, right? I could adapt my knife into a spear. That's why I'm saying this, because I got the handle. Maybe if I'm G, it's metal, I can unscrew it. I got a little dagger. I've also got a spear. Why? I'll tell you. Spears are fucking awesome for fighting zombies. I think they're the best weapon because you never have to reload. Go to a tree branch or like a one-story house. Just sit on top and fucking play pool with their head. Boom. You're shooting them, done. You never run out of ammo. They die, you just go away, right? <clears throat> Spears also, you can fucking use them as a knife, right? You're good. Second thing I'm bringing, I'm bringing a piece of flint start fire. Mm-hmm. This is my big thing. I don't want to run out of gas fucking, you know, a year into the apocalypse. It's not good. So I'm bringing my flint to fucking start fire. Third thing I'm bringing, really good coat keep me warm. Really nice coat. Oh, they
2: said a Coke. <laughs> Keep <laughs> you warm inside. It might serve I you. I mean, depending, of what, t- depending <laughs> where we're at, yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess yeah, it, it depends it, on where you're Depending at, where I'm either. at, but yeah.
1: Really, really nice coat. Really good and warm. I think I'd take that. That's Those are the three things I'd take. Um, yeah, I think I'd be good with that. And if I have a fourth one, I'd pick something like, I don't know, fucking rope or fishing line or something like that.
0: Uh, a spear is better than a knife because you can use it yeah. for spear fishing as well. Exactly.
1: And you can, like, stab bears with it and stuff. I mean, you're going to die, but you can stab the bears
0: <laughs> I'm just going to go with I'll attach a, a firm stick to my knife. Ooh, <laughs> it's bold. Try that. <laughs> <laughs> try things out. <laughs> but I need some, like, vine or something to... It I'm going to need a rope or some very tough 550 string. cord. 550 cord. All right. My knife, 550 cord, and a flint.
2: Sure. Okay, I I do a a piece of paper, uh, a a pen, a That's good right. black uh gel pen mm-hmm. and then a rope. So, I <laughs> write your suicide. <laughs> <book>. So <laughs> I I would write I'm not good at this and then I just hang you better, myself. You
1: better test it out like Tom Hanks did on cast away. Test it with the dummy. I made it a day. It got dark. I got fucking scared. scared. It's dark and I'm scared. I'm hearing a lot of noises out
0: there. I'm done with this. I can't take it. Watch this. Right. The shadow people
2: are testing me again. After those those shrooms I I had. The shadow people are on to me.
1: Fucking weird noise. I'm done. (laughs) All right,
2: let's go out to outro. Um, let's do a call to action. So, um, okay, what we yeah, oh, the call to action is it's usually we talk to them, uh, say you know, hit the bell, like, subscribe. We haven't put it on YouTube, but I say it anyway. Um, check our social media. Good, Mac. Um, your when you have your podcast up, they'll probably send you a DM because you're the star of the show. It's true. All right.
1: I don't uh, even know if I need a podcast. I have this one that I'm gonna go <laughs> over anyway. Just like my survivalist tactic, isn't yeah, it right? Your survivalist, <laughs> survivalist <laughs> tactic. You're like just He's using it oh, right now. Using He's it right this now. Is mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Next episode. Um, do you want to talk about what do you Musa, Musashi Miyamoto? Let's do it. I feel like talking about him.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Let's see what happens. Maybe a political. I don't know. <laughs> Receive his back end. Parabellum.